I didn't have nothing to do with killing those people. Period. And I don't lie, so I know what I would say then. I told you that all the way down the line. I wasn't around anyone when they were killed. And I certainly wouldn't tell nobody to go in and do nothing to anybody that I wouldn't want done to me. I'm not saying I'm not capable of doing it myself. But I'm just saying this. I did not do that. Mr. Manson is a remorseless, cold-blooded murderer. Everyone says that I was the leader of those people, but I was actually a follower. Mr. Manson and I both know that he will never be suitable for parole. They should stay in prison for the rest of their lives, like my sister will stay in her grave. I didn't have nothing to do with killing those people. You're going to win, Helter Skelter. You're going to win your reality. Good afternoon, Madam. Gentlemen, if I could ask you to take your glasses off. Thank you. We're on, Mr. Chair. Thank you. All right, we're on the record. This will be a subsequent parole consideration hearing for Charles Manson. ID number is B33920. On 422 of 1971, the prison was received in CDC pursuant to Penal Code Section 1168, violation of Penal Code Section 8 counts of 187, that's first degree murder out of Los Angeles County. Their case number is A253156, counts 1 through 7, and the controlling minimum eligible parole date is 12-13-78. Prisoner was also received on the same date for violation of Penal Code Section 187, one count of first degree murder out of Los Angeles County, case number A267861. It's count one. Today's date is March 27, 1997. We're located at Corcoran State Prison. The time is approximately 1.30 p.m. We're going to start by establishing voice identification by each of us, stating our first name and last name, spelling our last name. Mr. Manson, when we get around the table to you, if after you spell your last name, if you'll give me your CDC number. We'll start with Mr. Douglas, and we'll go to his left. Mike Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S, Deputy Commissioner of Board of Prison Terms. My name is Steve Baker, B-A-K-E-R, Commissioner with the Board of Prison Terms. <coughs> My name is Arthur Van Court, B-A-N, capital C-O-U-R-T, Commissioner, Board of Prison Terms. Charles Millis Scott Manson, B-33-920, and all the rest of them. Can we just spell your last name, Mr. Manson? M-A-N-S-O-N. Thank you. Okay. Yes, uh, Stephen K. from the uh, District Attorney's Office in Los Angeles, and uh, my last name is spelled K-A-Y. Stephen K. from his mother. Okay. Gary Higgins, H-I-G-G-I-N-S, Classification and Parole Representative. Laura Diamante, F-L-E-M-A-T-E, Office Assistant. Victor J. Castillo, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, Assistant CMPR. Officer A. De Los Santos, D-E-L-O-S-S-A-N-T-O-S, Correction Officer, CSP Corbin. M. Martins, M A R T N S, Officer. Stephanie Hard, Hamperson, S E F A N I E H A R D. Okay. Okay, Don Menzel, M E N Z E L. Mary Grady, G R A D Y, KCBS TV. Sheldon Gajarian, G A J A R I A N, KMPH. All right, thank you, everyone. Mr. Manson, the purpose of today's hearing is to again consider your suitability for parole and arriving at a decision will consider the commitment offense, prior criminality, and social history, as well as your behavior since your commitment. 
We have reviewed your central file and the prior transcripts, and we'll give you an opportunity to make any corrections or any clarifications to the record. And incorporate by reference a statement of fact from the decision summary dated December 1st, 1982, pages 2 through 6. Then we'll go directly to your progress since your last hearing, the new psychiatric reports, and any other information which has a bearing on parole suitability. Any change in your parole plan should be brought to our attention at that time. And before we recess for deliberation, the district attorney and the prisoner will be given an opportunity to make a short presentation regarding parole suitability and the length of confinement. Certain rights that you have for this hearing, you have a right of a timely notice of the hearing, and your file was made available to you for review. You have the right to present any relevant documents. Do you have any documents to present to the board today that we don't already have? Well, uh, I'm not much into the clerical perspective of this particular chamber of thought. Okay, so we pretty much have all the documents that we're going to have. Is that well, I imagine you wrote them. You, they're yours. Okay. You also have a right to an impartial panel. Do you have any problems with the panel members? No, no. Back? In fact, I'm, I'm, uh, it's better than last time. Okay. You're going to get a copy of the tentative written decision today. That decision will be effective in 90 days after review. A transcript and a copy of that decision will automatically be sent to you. Mm -hmm. You have a right to appeal within 90 days of the effective date of the decision. Now, you're not required to discuss the matter with the panel. You're not required to admit to the offense. However, the panel does accept as true the court findings. In other words, we're not going to retry you. Right, right, right. Good. Mr. Douglas, any confidential information going to be used? No, Mr. Chair. All right. Mr. Manson, did you get a copy? Did you get a packet like this? Uh, someone offered me something if I would sign something. But then someone else told me not to sign anything because my name was worth a lot of money and they didn't want me using it as another economy. All right, I understand. Do you remember whether or not the items that are checked on this piece of paper were the same items that they offered to you? I'm not much at this book stuff. Let's see. What am I looking for exactly? Just to make sure that you had an opportunity to look at a board report and your psych report. And all oh, yeah, the guy offered there. that. Yeah, he okay. brought that into it, my attention. Okay, good. But I'm not sure on the little scratches. Okay, well, I understand that. Are you ready to proceed without... Uh, uh, yes, sir, I'm here for you, or whatever you wish. Do you have any preliminary objections before we start? Uh... Well, yeah, I have a lot of objections, but uh, no one's ever been interested before. Okay, do you have any objections to the way the hearing is being is being No, conducted? no, it seems reasonable. Okay, that's kind of what we're after as well. Yes, sir. I have any objections yes, sir. to the hearing. Okay, do you swear to tell us the truth today? Always. All right, that's all I ask. All right, I've got some stuff to read here, so I'll be a minute. We'll start with uh, offense summary says shortly before midnight on 8-8 of 1969, Manson informed his crime partners that now was the time for Helter Skelter. Crime partners were directed to accompany Charles Tex Watson in order to carry out his, Manson's orders. Crime partners were Linda Kasabian, Susan Where's Atkins. this coming from? Who's writing this? This comes from the probation report from when you first came into the system. Oh, well, it's a little distorted. Well, when I get through reading this, then I'll ask you, if, and you can give me your version. All right? All right. And you can straighten it out. Anyway, crime partners were Tex Watson, Linda Kasabian, Susan Atkins, and Patricia Kernwinkle. Watson drove to Seal Drive, a vehicle containing victim Stephen Parent approached the gate. Watson stopped him at gunpoint and fatally shot him. All of the crime partners then proceeded to the house and gained entrance, except Linda Kasabian, who stood lookout. Once inside, they murdered Abigail Ann Folger, inflicting 28 multiple stab wounds to her body. 
Wojciech Frakowski was killed by a gunshot wound to his back and multiple force trauma of blunt nature to his head. Sharon Tate Polanski, who was eight months pregnant, was killed by multiple stab wounds. Jay Sebring was killed by multiple stab wounds. On 810 of 1969, Manson drove his crime partners to a location near the residence of Lino and Rosemary LaBianca. Manson entered the LaBianca home alone and at gunpoint tied up the victims. He impressed them that they would not be harmed and that a robbery was taking place. He then returned to the vehicle containing the crime partners and directed them to enter the residence and kill the occupants. Crime partners Charles Watson, Patricia Kernwinkle, Leslie Van Houten entered the residence and Manson drove away from the scene. Crime partners entered the residence and killed uh, Lino LaBianca by inflicting stab wounds to his neck and abdomen and carved the word war on his stomach. Rosemary LaBianca was killed by multiple stab wounds to the neck and the trunk. At both the murder scenes, the crime partners used the blood of the victims to write words on the walls. Manson has been serving his time at this prison in Vacaville, California, isolated from his fellow inmates. Manson's first television interview since the murders begins badly. Yeah, no, I told you I'm not going to sit in that damn chair, man. I'll stand here and talk with the dude. I, uh, Manson refuses to sit in the chair provided. He says he's not going to look up to anyone. But finally, Tom Snyder of the National Broadcasting Company asks his first question. You know, you were sentenced to the gas chamber and then they modified the death penalty. Were you happy when that was done? Was I happy when what was done? When you found out that you weren't going to the gas chamber. You're talking about dying. Now, it gets me nervous. Why? Did you have any thoughts about something? Was you wanting to go anywhere? Were you happy when you found out you weren't going to go to the gas chamber, Charles? Uh, I knew I wasn't going to go to the gas chamber because I hadn't done anything wrong. You scared to die? Sometimes I feel I'm scared to live. Living is what scares me. Dying is easy. Uh, how long have I been in jail? 34 years? 34 years, so... Uh, Out of 47, you've been here 34. I've been in jail, uh, prison, uh, a long time, all my life. I was raised up in here. So I understand jail, so I understand myself and I can deal with that. I set my cell and I do my number like a convict does his number. But there's different colors on different people's backs doing different things. It's a different world. I love the world I live in, too, just like Regan loves the world he lives in. You love the world you live in. <laughs> Most assuredly, it's me. You love all the pain that you've caused people, all oh. the anguish you've caused Oh, I don't people. know pain. I don't know pain. I have no depth of pain. I have no depth of suffering. I don't know ridicule. I don't know all the bad things. I haven't been punished by you all my life since I was 10 years old. I've been in every reform school you got across the country and used to lay down and have to get my ass whipped till I couldn't walk. Tell me about some pain. And that's yeah. our fault. That's all no, those people No want. fault. Make strong, good pain. Understand pain. Not bad. Pain's not bad. It's good. It teaches you things. It teaches you things. Like when you put your hand in fire, oh, you know not to do that again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Written accounts indicate that you told the authorities, don't let me out, I can't cope with the outside world. Do you have a recollection of that? And uh, if you make a and desperate plea out of something, man, there's no desperate plea out of it. I say, I can't I you, handle I, I, the I, maniacs outside, I, let me back in. I, I didn't use the word desperate, that's your word, Charles. Yeah, well, your, your inflection and your voice tones were uh, 
implications there. Well, uh, you use the word maniacs on the outside. How are you different from the maniacs on the outside? And why do you call them maniacs? Because you know something, they think you are one. Yeah, it would reflect. If you hold the negative up to the light, you don't see the light, you just see the negative. So I'm a reflection of your negative, there's no doubt about that, and I can handle that also. I've been handling, ain't I? I don't know, have you? Well, I've been up and down these damn hallways, in and out of these nut wards for the last 10 years. You think you could follow that act? I'm playing for my life. <laughs> you working for money. <laughs> when you say you're playing for your life, am I to yeah. assume that you think that someday you're gonna get out of here? <laughs> get out of here? <laughs> hmm. Get out of here. Where would I go now, see? What would you do if you got out of here? I got out of here. What if they said they said to you tomorrow morning, Charles, hey, listen, you're free. You can go wherever you want to go, do whatever you want to do. What yeah. would you do? I'd probably go out front on the grass and sit down. The question is, should Manson ever go free? It's 10 years now since he and his three female accomplices, virtually robots under his control, were convicted of murder. On August the 9th, 1969, they murdered actress Sharon Tate and four other people in Los Angeles. The following night, there were two more victims, Lino and Rosemary LaBianca. In court, Manson was also charged with two more mutilation murders. Ranch hand Donald Shea was beheaded, and musician Gary Heineman had his ear cut off. According to some accounts, Manson and his family may have been responsible for as many as 35 killings. If you got out of here, there are a lot of people who think you'd go start killing people again. Again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you guys are misinformed. I haven't killed anyone. I didn't break the law. The judge knew that. But the people didn't want to hear it. The judge knew it. He washed his hands. He said, I know it, but what can I do? People want this. The judge never said that. Yeah. That's what Older said. No, Judge didn't say that. He got off and shook the hands, didn't he? You were so white and pure. Judge didn't say you were innocent. Are you innocent? Innocent of what? Well, that's what I'm saying. None of us are innocent. Yeah, just because you're convicted in a courtroom doesn't mean you're guilty of something. What does mean you're guilty? When you know you're guilty. What about Shay? What about him? Well, what about him? He got killed. Well, the word is you killed him. Word is that you're an old woman. Word is, you have turkey in the sky. Word is, I don't know what word is. Somebody else tell you that. I didn't tell you Did that. Did you kill Shay? Hell no. Did you cut uh, Hinman's ear off? Hell yes. Why'd yeah. you, why, how'd that feel when you cut his ear off? Uh, what did it feel like? Yeah. Well, I had done what he said for about 20 years. I'd done everything he told me to do. And I got to thinking, now, why don't this guy do something I tell him to do? And he said, uh, no. I said, well, how comes I'm always doing what you tell me to do, but then you never do what I say do? And he said, well, blah, blah, blah. So I said, now you do what I say. And he said, no. I said, you do exactly what I say. And he said, no. I'm telling you. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. You do exactly what I say. And that's about the extent of it. All this occult. All that hocus-pocus stuff that you guys are playing, I don't know nothing about all you that. You know nothing about something called helter-skelter. Tell me, Charles, I don't know. <laughs> it's a fairy, it's worse than a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. 
It's a, it's, it's a comedy. It's a comedy tragedy. The body of Sharon Tate is make-believe. Uh, that's make-believe make believe make to, believe, yeah. make to the people that went in there and did what they did. Mm -hmm. And who were those people? You those, know who, you the, know, yeah. you, but you know who they were. Sure I know who they, they were. They were with you at the Spawn Ranch. They were part yeah. of this thing called, if not the Manson family or the Manson cult, the, the Manson Ranch. Call it what so you will. So then, what? You dealt the hand down in L.A. You and that press, you dealt the hand. You put me on Life magazine, had me convicted before I walked in the courtroom. You had what people wanted to buy. When they wanted to buy it, they didn't give a damn if they had to convict the district attorney. They had to convict the whole building to get that dollar bill going there. They had big bucks going there. He made 27 million, thousand, 100 billion. I'm bumming 10, 15 dollars for my friend here. Here's another newspaper account that you can now speak to since you haven't done it before that on the night following the uh, killings at the house on Cielo Drive in Los Angeles, you accompanied four people to a home occupied by Mr. and Mrs. Leo LaBianca. Yeah. That you went inside that house mm -hmm. and you tied them up mm -hmm. and assured them that they were not going to be hurt. Mm -hmm. That you went back outside and mm -hmm. sent Kasabian and Krenwinkle and Watson and Atkins inside the house to kill them. Mm -hmm. True or false? Did you do that? The chair's getting hot, huh? Did you do that? Did I kill anyone? No. no. Did you go in and tie up the Labiancas that night? Very simple question. That night. August 10th, 1969. That night, August the 10th, Did 1969. You? Why duck it? Why dodge it? Why not answer it yes or no once and for all? Put it behind you. Mm -hmm. Did I kill anyone? Did you tie up the LaBiancas? Atkins testified you did. That's what Susie said? That's what she said. Yeah. And you remember, you were in the courtroom when she said it. <laughs> She's written three books, and each time she said something different. Mm -hmm. Each time. Did you tie him up? Did I? Mm -hmm. Well, we came down from Abilene. And, uh, Let's stay in Los Angeles, August 10, 1969. There was a hole in the wall gang there. Why don't you want to talk about it, Charles? Why don't you because want to? Because I'm an outlaw, and I go so far, and then that's all you know. And if you did... That's like asking Jesse James. And if, and if, and, and if, and, and, and if as others have written, mm -hmm. and as others have testified, yeah. and as the media has reported, you did that, yeah. and you sent your friends back in to do the deed, aren't you a oh, coward? My yeah. friends back in to do the terrible deed. Doesn't that a make wicked you... deed. Turn Did we have the castle there with the vampires and the uh, Frankenstein and the uh, bugs and lizards dying in the deserts? Did we have the water that's dying and the whales are being killed and the seals are Here dying? we go again. Yeah. Lay it off on somebody else. Let's yeah. point to all the other oh, injustices. I'm, I'm in the world all by myself? Yeah. yeah. On this one, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Who's okay? 
if that's the way you see it for you. You've never talked about this before, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to try it one more yeah. time. I'm uh, no, the uh, out. Now, uh, you can see them where I'm You finishing. got a pistol on you? No, sir. They wouldn't let me in here if I had a pistol. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. So why even ask the question? Okay. Well, I just thought you might not like what I've done. You want to do something about it? I don't much care for what you've done. Yeah. A lot of people don't. How do you feel yeah. about that? A lot well, of people think you're a monster, Charles. How do you yeah, think? they think you're a monster because you reflect this news media on me. Cult leader. I never had a long hair before I got busted. I never had a beard before I got busted. I went to shave, and the guy said, no, you can't shave. And I said, I need a razor to shave. He said, no, you can't shave. I said, let me get a haircut. He said, no, we don't want you to change your appearance. They said I had a great family, and I was the following and leaders and all that. There was no followers and leaders. There was a bunch of kids out the ranch playing. To what, me. Playing at what? Playing at living. Do you miss women? Certainly. My goodness. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of women? Oh, I like them. Yeah, they're nice. They're put together well and everything, and they're soft and spongy. Yeah, they're nice. As long as they keep their mouth shut and do what they're supposed to do. Why do you say that? Because that's what a woman's supposed to do. Keep her mouth shut and do what she's supposed to do? Sure. And besides the son that you had in your marriage, you've got, what, four other children somewhere? I don't uh, uh, think I've been uh, 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 responsible for as much as you people want to lay on me. All right, somewhere out there, somewhere, there's at least one son that we know of that's your child, who's probably about 25 or 26 years old. You talk to that kid. What are you going to say to him? You've got to catch it on your own, boy. Train's hard. The road's rough. And that's it. That's all I knew. That's all anyone ever told me. All right. And you want to hear something? Yeah. He'll do it better than me. Do what? <laughs> Whatever he does. <laughs> He'll do it a little better. Kids do, don't they? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes them such a guest. They always seem to get through. How were you in school? I hear that you weren't too good, but maybe I heard one. Uh, depends on which school. I did very well in reform school. Yeah. I did good in, uh, in uh, every place that uh, I was ever told to do good in. I've been an outlaw ever since I was born. I went to reform school when I was about 10. And I learned to box and cry. And I learned to do all the things that you do in reform school. Then I went to, uh, I escaped there a bunch of times and I went to prison. And I learned everything that you do in prison. And I talked to all the guys and asked them everything they knew. And they told me all the things they knew. And then I went to the end of it, and then the old man would be ready to die, and he'd say, well, son, uh, sincerity is the best gimmick. Remember that. And I'd say, all right, be sincere. That's, that'll win it. He said, that's it. Sincerity and honesty, he said, it'll do it. It'll trick him every time. <laughs> I said, well, sincere and honesty, I never tried that. <laughs> I tried everything else, but maybe I'll try sincere and honesty. So then I looked in the book, and it says, the wages of sin is death. Now I figured, well, I don't want to die, so maybe I have been sinful here. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I'll take a look at my life and say, well, I'm going to change it and start all over. You know, and I know I go to God and I say, hey, man, you're going to forgive me? And he's going to say, what do you do? You forgive you? I mean, what did you come to me for? Forgive yourself, man. Don't be bothering me. How do you feel about spending <coughs> the rest of your life in prison? Well, we're all our own prisons. We each are our own wardens, and we do our own times. We used to get stuck in our own little trips, and we kind of judge ourselves the way we do. You know, uh, I can't judge uh, nobody else. The best thing I can do is try to judge myself and live with that. Let's assume that one day 
you were paroled. Let's just unroll. Let's just make believe. Do you ever think you will be? Yeah. Do I ever think I will be? Well, I've never been paroled before. I went up to the board, and they never would. They said I was incorrigible. <laughs> and uh, not only was I incorrigible, but that I'd never grow up. <laughs> and I kind of agreed with them. If you got out tomorrow, do you have any scores to settle on the outside? Scores? No, do not have any scores out there. And we're making believe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't rightly know. I'm stupid <laughs> to the point to where I'm not really sure. Believe it or not, there are a lot of people on the outside that think about the possibility of you coming out of here, and they're genuinely scared of you. Oh, boy, I might just, just make dust, everything, terrible. One little guy, terrible, ooh. Boy, how insecure are we as human beings? Put all our fear on one little guy, afraid to let him out. <laughs> he might break all the toys. <laughs> Why do you say little guy? <laughs> because I'm not the guy you're trying to make out of me. That's not me. I don't know what my way is. Everybody keeps telling me I got all these things. I read the other day where I had magical powers, and I told everybody in the chapel, I said, zap, 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 zap. I said, where's my magical powers? <laughs> Well, you can't read, you can't believe what you read in the press. I can get no magical powers, mystical trips, and all that kind of crap. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah, I'm getting witches and devils, and um, one guy come up and said, I, I heard you said you were Jesus. I said, uh, no, man, I ain't said nothing. He said, I'm glad. He said, I'm damn glad. I said, why? He said, I know you ain't here. I said, how do you know? He said, because I am. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I've been in the net ward for 10 years, so you can't expect me to, uh, to rationally take this thing serious. Are you so afraid, are you so afraid uh, of that, that that's got your mind locked up? No, I'm so, I don't understand. I Go over to the morgue and look at all them dead people. Just explain to me, though, I'm not dumb. Explain to me simply why that house that night, why they Which were house, there. which night? The house on Cello Drive, the, the Tate House. Why did they go there that night? Uh, because Tex had been there before, and he went to a familiar place. And why did they kill people that night? What did they think uh, they because, were doing uh, for you? They freaked the out, man. They, uh, Tex was stoned. He went, you know, he got, everybody was loaded, man. He said he wasn't. He said he was coming off an LASD trip. He had a little speed. A little speed. He... Well, not around me, he didn't have no speed, because I wouldn't allow no speed on that ranch. i kick ass over there. He says I don't allow he that stuff on my, around, around me. I take a little grass, a little LSD, but none of that is destructive. Any, you can ask any of them other girls that'll tell you the, the other side of this game. Uh, I don't play. Uh, I don't play drugs. I play. I play light, light, you know, light, dibby dabby, chippian. But I don't really get down heavy with it. Um, what did they think they are were? Are we ready here, man? Yeah, we're ready. We're ready, ready, ready. Yeah, we ready here? Ready. Okay, ready. War. What did they war. think they were doing? We are at war now. But what did they think they were doing for you? They weren't doing anything for me. What did they think they were doing for you? Okay, okay. If you were me and I am you, everything you do is for you, it's for me too. So what did they oh, think? Oh, if you're in one mind, if I am you and you are me and we are all together, 
And then who's responsible for calm together over me right now? It's all his fault. Oh, no, no, it's his fault. No, we put another false face on it. It's Halloween. It's your fault. So now, wait a minute. Criminal behavior is the same. It's mundane in most minds. Criminals always go to a familiar place. Tex had been to that house. Tex went back to that house. Here's the conversation. Indian Mesa. We got four campfires. We've got four queens on a motorcycle gang, a motorcycle group that rides SS motorcycles out of Venice, Santa Monica. So we're riding motorcycles and we're all up there and we've got these fires going and we've got this big problem that came up. I had to go shoot somebody for text. Bobby's in the prison. My brother's in jail. Now, understand my mind, all my life I've been in jail because I didn't have no one to get me out of jail. I didn't have no brother outside. So I spent years and years and years and years just because nobody would come and sign their name and get me out of jail. And the jail couldn't let me out because I didn't have no place to go. So I spent 22 years in prison because I didn't have nobody outside. I can't let somebody that's with me stay in jail. It, it just ain't, you know, it's not in my makeup, man. I got to get my brother out of jail. So you needed money to do uh, that. Well, that's, that's, here's, the, here's the division between your mind and my mind. Here's where the chamber opens up. When you get in trouble, you go to your mother. You call up mother. I ain't got no mother to call. Well, you go to the bank, draw some money, pay a lawyer. I ain't got no money. I can't go to no lawyer. I go to a lawyer. I ain't got enough money. All these, I got a little money. And anytime anybody knows anything about lawyers, when you got a little money, they're just taking that. They'll take the little money unless you sue them in court. You dig? In other words, like, I don't have enough money to go to the lawyer to get Bobby out. So everybody's standing around. And I said, pay me. Pay me what you owe me now. And they said, well, how do we do that? I said, get my brother out of jail. He said, how do we do it? I said, I don't know how you do it. I don't care how you do it. Do it now. Do it. And he said, how do we do it? I said, don't ask me how to do it. I don't want to be no part of no conspiracy. But however you do it, do it and get it done now. And they said, well, uh, we don't know what to do. We'll get a lawyer. And then here, Leslie and Patty, they said, if we get a lawyer, all they're going to do is lie and take our money anyway. Now, system. Blame it on your lawyers. If your lawyers ain't lying and taking the money of the poor people, then the poor people got a court to stand on and they got rights as individuals for a revolution they fought in 1776 that guarantees rights to a common, ordinary farmer, poor man on the street like me. A rebel. I got my rights in the 76 courtroom. If you don't give me my rights in the courtroom, then I become King George. And I got all the rights then. And when I stand on the mountain and I say, do it! It gets done. If it don't get done, then I'll move on it. And that's the last thing in the world you want me to do because I got that Confederate sword in the kitchen. Don't invoke me. Do it. Get it done. How do we do it? I don't know. I don't want to be involved in it. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. In Japan, they call it ninja. I don't get involved in violence. I'm not a violent human being. Did you tell the women to do their witchy things? I said, if you're going to do something, leave something witchy. Just like I would tell you, if you're going to do something, do it well. And leave something witchy. Leave a sign to let the world know that you were there. Have a good day. Did you tell them which words? No. Pig? No. Helter Skelter? No. Arise? No. Nope. It's not my vocabulary. That's not my generation. I keep telling you that. My generation. Leslie said, in the car on the way to the LaBianca house, mm -hmm. 
You said, this time, make sure they're not scared like last night. Oh, no. It may have been something like this. Uh, yeah, that, I remember something like that, but I don't remember exactly the right words. I don't remember exactly the right words, but that's, that's, a, simple, that's a simple philosophy from China. That's a Chinese philosophy. If uh, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna uh, uh, go to war and you're fighting your enemy, and you kill him when he's afraid, you know it's a bad omen. It's bad, it's bad. So you try to absorb the fear. With uh, I think the Hindus use that word karma to balance of karma. And, and that's why you reassured Mr. Labianca. No, no, I mentioned that in a conversation about something. Mm. You know what it was about. I don't know. You know, but I remember the conversation. Look. Listen. My words. I live and die by my words. I've lived and died by my words all my life. For 45 years in prison. I keep my word. My word is my bond. I walk on my word. I live on my word. Do you want the world to let you alone and turn listen, away? Listen, listen. I broke no law. Try to understand that. I broke no law. I didn't step out of line with God and I didn't step out of line with the man. I did not break the law. Now, I told those people the same thing that the United States president would tell them. The only way that you can dispensate life and death is you have to be willing to give yourself to that cause. You can't fight a revolution. You can't do anything unless you're willing to submit yourself to that cause. In other words, that's what you learn in the military. Did you tell them to mutilate oh, so that it would on. be memorable, so that Guess people would know something was going boom. on? Batter, Lana. Did uh, you tell uh, them to do it in a memorable way? Hey, uh, I told you what I told them. If you're going to move and you're going to do something, do it with your soul and your heart. Do it right, man. Don't half-step on it. Did they do it right? I don't know. That's up to them. They live with that. They're responsible for their actions. I'm responsible for my actions. You think the world's going to forget about you? Which world? Every person in here is a world. This this united world of you, America. You no, think it's going to forget about you now and forget, move on? Forget, 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 forget. That's better. Bible doesn't Ping. Boom, we're trying to unify uh, Germany now. Look here. Uh, see, here's another thing you guys don't understand. You've got an underworld and an overworld. You guys live in the overworld. I live in the underworld. You know, It's like you think the Second World War is over. Second World War is not over. You understand what I'm telling you? The Second World War is not over. Is Charlie Manson crazy? Or whatever that means. Sure, he's crazy as mad as a hatter. What difference does it make? You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. So, I mean, you know, like, you know, synonymous. I mean, it's an irony, man. It's a pair of ducks. I mean, are you crazy? Dressed in black? You think I don't know everything that goes with that black you're dressed in? <laughs> yeah. Where's your black gloves? You got your rings. You think I don't understand your blue rings and your yellow best skin? You think you're anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then behind that, then, you know, there's a... So... What do you think about all day long? 
I don't. I don't. I try not to think. I try to clear my mind. Are you a changed man? They say they're changed. Changed. Women. I, I. I was a changed man when I got out last time. I learned. I learned. I learned my lesson well. What's the lesson you've learned from all this? I don't exist in your world. I'm only what is. What it is. It is what it is. Tension. Do you think they were uniquely children of those times, or you think kids would do the same thing? I think thing those again? kids were beautiful. And do you think kids today would do the same thing? Oh, I for think. You? I think. Uh, now, see, if I say that, you're going to put me in another conspiracy. <laughs> now, everything that derives from this is going to be all my fault. I'm coming back because, ooh, ooh you know, I know you. You know, like, uh, where does the buck stop? Does it, you know, like. Uh, do you want to come back? Come back where? With more followers. Oh, more, come on, more followers. Get it, Jesse Bonnie, Boom Boom, Baby Bucks on Brandon. You said you said you were the heart of the place. I had no followers. You said you were the energy of no, the place. I was the energy of the place only because I was there. I didn't even realize I was the energy of the place. You know, I didn't know everybody out there was dead. I really didn't. You know, I, I really honestly didn't know that everybody was running on what someone else said. You know, they said, uh, they said, the kids come up and they said, what can we do? I said, do whatever you want to do. And they said, you can't tell the children to do whatever they want to do. How did you learn what they'd done? Uh, but over the period of years, I, you know, I've figured it all out. I've, I've went through my mind to figure out how things happen, you know. But how did you learn what had happened those two nights, the next day and then the day? Oh, no, it took, it took years, man. I've been going through a lot of changes in here. I was on cell 13 and death row, walking back and forth. And how did I end up here? I was headed for, uh, uh, I was going to San Diego. What did I do here? You know, in other words, like, wow, this is not, I didn't pick this trip. I didn't ask for this hand. That's what I said. We'll hold you on a table and we'll deal this hand to you. Hey, you got a hippie cult leader? I'm not a hippie cult leader. I never was a hippie. I don't know what a hippie was, but man. But I come back one more time. I want to ask this one more time. You were not a shocked man when they came back. All right, I'll put it to you this way. Would you do me a favor when you leave? Talk to this lieutenant and ask him. If he's shocked by what goes on in here every day, I see blood in here every day. Every day someone's getting shot, someone's getting cut, someone's getting beat. I've lived in that all my life, woman. That don't wrinkle up my forehead. You can pile up the hundred dead bodies up in front of my cell and it don't set me to do nothing. You know, my mind is not, my mind is not set like that. I don't, you know, you know, I don't so work like that. You weren't surprised. I, let me say this. I feel bad if anybody feels bad. I don't like to see any negative happen to anyone. I don't like to see uh, children die. I don't like to see automobile accidents. I don't like to see people hurting each other. I don't like none of that. I don't get a thrill out of that, you dig? But I'm not going to sit here and tell you a bunch of malarkey. I'm not going to fill you up with bunk. If I can't fill you up with right, I'm not going to fill you up with nothing. So I'm filling you up with this. I tell you. And I tell you right up into the highest peak of your understanding, I did not break the law. It's that simple. I did not break the law. Now, all my life you told me, system, society, but ignorance of the law is no excuse. Now, if know. you don't know the law, that's sad. But why don't you, why don't you take a, when you think about that woman and her eight and a half month old baby. Oh my goodness, here we go. Let's, let's bleed hearts, let's bleed. Why don't we just cut ourselves and just die because we feel so bad. We don't feel bad. What about them other people? What about them poor people starving to death over in the Appalachians? Do you think about that? 
What about the boat people that, uh, and all the other people that died over there? What about that little girl in, in, that ran through my ling and all them people you shot and killed over there? Did you feel bad about that? Did you feel bad about the Second World War when you piled bodies up to the sky? Come on, man. Don't even put all that feel bad on me. You're the one that's feeling bad about it. If you're feeling bad about it, uh, why don't you write uh, uh, a book or something and make some money? So what's the word for these two women today? What's, what's the word? You, yeah, what do you want to ask them? What's your word to them? How much time we got? Time enough for you to sell, say. Okay, let me go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then, and then, 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 no, I'm sure, you know. Do we have time for him to, no, you got to answer and then go, because this is it. Well, if there isn't anything, it can't be explained in time if we had the time to explain it. Just give me a question for them. They got to, the, the, they got to pose something to you. What do you want to pose oh, to them? Okay, if, and that's a big word because I don't hardly ever use those words like if and maybe. I'm not insecure about anything. But if you have a thought in your mind about what I'm thinking, is that what I'm thinking or is that what you're thinking I'm thinking? Everyone says, we know what you were doing with all those women. I said, no. You know what you would have been doing with all those women, and you think that's what I would be doing with all those women because that's what you need to think. Now, you've spent all this time over there in that women's prison listening to all the particulars of what women do in, in and out of criminology and crime, judges and robes. Uh, have I ever lied to you about anything? Have I ever lied about anyone to anybody about anything? Is there any time, and all the time you've known me, have I ever told you anything that wasn't right or true? What's the first word that comes to mind when you think of those two women? Uh, Leslie uh, don't know me. Leslie was only at that ranch a couple minutes. But today? Patty, I'm surprised. Uh, Patty has picked up a lot of, 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 a lot of suffering. Now here's the thing, you stand for a cause, and that cause begins to crumble. And you crumble with the cause because you don't have the hold on, you, you don't have nothing to hold on, you fall up underneath everybody else's opinion. And you're turned around by what they think, because you're looking back off in society, and she's not been to jail long enough to know that society that she's thinking about is not the society that's really going on. The society 25 years ago that she has in her mind is gone. That society moved on. There's another back window on this trip. You did. So the word for them? Word? Yeah, what are they? Give me a word. You are your faith. Lose it, and you're not. We are done. Is that right or wrong? It's true. Yeah. If they lost faith in what they did, that's on them. I didn't lose faith. Have a good day. Think of all the questions I expected you to ask them. Can I go to the bathroom? Is not the one that would have come to mind. Hey, hey, look here, man. Hey, hey. Are oh, you going to send me a copy of that? Sure. Oh, the, the still pictures. Yeah, yeah. Still pictures. I've been trying to get a still one for a long time, man. Oh, that's, well, I don't know. we got to ask the prison, but we'll ask them. Uh, you don't have to ask the mailroom. They do things like that. Tell you, Jesus.
Charlie, they probably want to get their change. picture taken with Let me look serious. Are you going to look serious? Yeah. Are you taking one for public? I'm trying to, yeah. I mean, hopefully one of these mm -hmm. will work. Um, yeah, get one with, uh, with Diane. <clears throat> Let me get out of there. Let's see how yeah, like so. That's fine. Um, you, if you're so yeah, close, probably you probably need to Kentucky. Uh, Over here. You from Kentucky, yeah. what part? Was born in the south, uh, near Tennessee, and grew up in Louisville. Here we go. One, two, three. My uncle, Wormy. Died in Louisville, Just take a couple. Yeah. Trying to save the atmosphere when they, the Tennessee Valley Authority came in. Mm -hmm. We started CC camps back then. My grandfather started CC camps before the Second World War. And then when the Second World War came along, they forgot the CC camps. Mm -hmm. Now when you introduce Red, mm -hmm. when you talk to Red, mm -hmm. Red started the CC camp back. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, those, those children did right. It's just sad that there wasn't more of them. The world's coming to an end. You were born in Ohio, right? Your atmosphere's dying. My mother ran off from Ashland, Kentucky, mm. and went to Ohio. Oh, sorry, did I put my hand in That's okay. <laughs> click. You know, everybody click, likes this evil. Everybody wants a picture yeah. of you. Everybody Charlie. likes that evil character they created. You know, <laughs> you know that, that guy with the eyes. Who's got blood? You got to realize, man, all them guys you've been creating are, are not really real in real life, man. <laughs> all right. Don't forget me on those pictures, gentlemen. Just one, just one, just one, little one. You want him standing or standing? That's fine. That's fine. And let me give you also another thing. Will you please? Yeah. Everybody says I'm five foot two. When I was arrested, I was five foot seven. Then I went down to five foot six. Then I went down to five foot. Then I went to four feet. Now I'm down to five feet two. Pretty soon I'll be five feet. By the time that you all die, I'll be about three feet tall. <laughs> so how tall are you, Charlie? Five six. Okay. And three quarters. <laughs> Charlie, you were real nice. Thank you. When you and Mel write a book. What are you going to talk about? What are you going to try to bring out in your book? I never even thought of anything like that. I'd have to give that some thought. I was doing this on Mel's request. Mm -hmm. He wanted to write the book. I don't particularly care to explain nothing to you. I don't look up at you for any reason to bring my report card home anymore. Does that make sense? Well, no, I, what I'm trying to, to find out is what would you like to bring out in the book that can teach other people? What can you teach other people? That's what I'd like to know. What yeah. do you think you can teach other people? That's what I'd like to know, too. I know how to be reborn and start all over. I start all over. I don't start all over with the same old, same old. I just start all over. Even though I might be old, 
I'm still brand new every day because I do one day at a time, just like that old convict used to tell me. Isn't that what he used to say, man? One day at a time. So I've learned to live my life in one day at a time. Is there anything you think you can pass on that society really is missing and that you can tell them about? Society knows when it wants to know that it's just a jellyfish and it's only controlled by the people who want to move the sheep around. They don't tell them anything. Everybody knows that everybody's lying. Do you know anyone that tells the truth? Can you trust a lawyer? Can't trust a lawyer. You can't trust, who can you trust? The president, Nixon, the Watergate? Look at where your children are looking at it from. Who can they trust? So you would try to tell parents something about raising children? I would try to tell the children how to help the parents. How? By realizing that the parent is the child. Because he doesn't understand the child, but the child understands the parent. I've talk with little kids, they just tell the truth. <laughs> no lie in them. What do you want to point out in the book if you, if you bring that out? What would you like to point out? Uh, you people are on your road going where you're going. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to stop from going where you're going, I'm not going to stop you. You know, you're going to your destruction, not mine. I've already established mine. You know, I've already went through mine. I've been judged. The judge gave me nine licenses. But hold a minute. You really are. But in your philosophical talk, a lot of people won't, it'll go right over their heads. That's what I'm trying to say. Put it so they can understand it in, in lay language. Can we do that? Well, it's sad all over, really. You know, uh, it's hard for me to express how much sadness that I've went through to reach this point of understanding that I'm now talking to you from. <laughs> um, how are you going to help somebody that don't want help? Will Hit them in the head and make them do it? Will your book do that? Will you try? Will I try? To explain that. Will I try to help you people destroy me some more? Is that what you're saying? No. That's what I'm doing here. Will your book help children? Uh, help parents? I don't know whether it would help anyone. I've never thought about that. You guys would have to show me what help is so I'd know what it is. You teach me, I'll learn. I'm just a little kid in mine. See, I've been in jail 30-some years. I never lived in your world outside. I'm like a little kid out there. Will your life story help somebody else to understand how to proceed? If it was possible to present everything that's came down in the last few years in the proper perspective it would be advantageous to other people i would imagine 
But if they had eyes in their head and they could see under the bed, they'd see that heads of lead and eyes of wood. It doesn't really matter because rubber fingers is taking the hand off into the universe anyway. The level of comprehension that you hold in your mind is only taught to you by a school book that's in a sorority house. My father jumps off the Second World War in the ruptured ducks that were in the little pins and the buttons. In Section 8 in the nut wards, and all the people that have gone crazy. Your father was crazy? My father was all men that I've ever met in prison. Mel's one of my fathers. Creepy Carpus is another. I learned something okay. from everyone. <laughs> the captains, the wardens. I never missed anybody. I learned as much as I could from everybody I could get a hold of. And I've never met anybody that I couldn't learn something from. But now that I have learned what I've learned, I don't think you people want to know what I know. You wouldn't like it. Why? Well, because it's not very nice. Well, why? Because the people that you let run your lives aren't very nice. The people that govern you, the people that tell you people what to do, they're not good people. Let me change the subject for a minute. You've been back on a job, out of segregation, for how long now? I don't know. I got up and came out of here today. I how long have you been working in the chapel? I explained to you, I live one day at a time. Right. I don't have any other life outside one day at a time. What brought you back into the mainline population? What brought me back into the mainline? The preacher, mm -hmm. with his love and respect and help, he got me back on the mainline. Mm -hmm. After all that years of solitary, all those years of solitary and segregation, how is it? Still right now, I'm doing the same day I've always done. I've just had to bring it a long ways. But it's still today, and it's still a good day. And every day gets a little better, no matter what you do to me. Are you at peace with yourself? <laughs> Whatever that means, I never even thought about to ask myself if I was. I don't generally talk to myself. <laughs> but I guess talking to yourself would be all right. He uh, said to me, you know. sound check from us? I want to ask you a, a question. Sure. I want you to give this question a lot of consideration. You don't have to answer me now, but can you imagine what it would be like to be interrogated by the SS? I don't know whether I could imagine it or not. Think about it. Well, I, I know what their tactics are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can I answer it after the interview? There's no doubt about it, is there? Can I answer it after it's the interview? Very serious, isn't it? Sure it is. Can yeah. I answer you after the interview? No, you don't have to answer me. You can just think about it. I will. In your everyday okay. doings? Let's talk about Helter Skelter. Mm -hmm. 
Bugliosi paints you as a small, would-be pop singer, as he describes it, of little talent. How do you react to that? Bugliosi looks in the mirror every morning when he shaves. And that's the only person in Bugliosi's world, just him. Ask his wife. She knows it. What about the accuracy of the book, though, Charlie? He had the dates right and the names right, but he had a million illusions that had nothing to do with my reality. He was only trying and convicting his own reality. It didn't have anything to do with me. I've already been through all these prisons. But he did paint you as probably one of the most universally known persons. To who? Around. To, to readers. People who read it. And they believed it? I don't know. What do you think? Then they're not as good as what they read, are they? But the book, how, how accurate or inaccurate is it? I never read it. Didn't you brief it one time? I read parts of it. Yeah. How did you find it? Like I say, it was reflections of what he was thinking. It had nothing to do with me. Seriously, the Charlie Manson that you created, that's not me. <laughs> that's only an illusion in your minds. It hasn't got anything to do with me. What's the real Charlie Manson? I haven't really been able to make him up. See, I've just been reborn again, see, and I'm learning now. I'm starting all over, and I'm learning. The preacher's teaching me, the teacher's teaching me, the counselor's counseling me, and the doctor's looking out after me. The guards don't bother me that much, and I don't bother them that much. They do their jobs and raise their kids, and I do my job and do what I do for my kids. You know, there was a time a while back where when you got out into the main line, you, you ran into trouble. I remember Bobby Davis up at, up at uh, Folsom. I ran into trouble? Well, you got into trouble. Who told you that? You see what I'm saying? Did it happen? Uh, Did you fight? Many things have happened. No, I didn't fight. Were you fought? Were you, somebody were, come after you? Were I fought? Sure, I've been fought a little many times. Did somebody come after you? Someone come after me? No, someone could come after me if they wanted to. But did they? No, they've always left me here. Nobody wanted me. You haven't had any trouble on the outside? On the, the outside past. where? In prison. In the prison? No, on the population? No, I get along with most of the convicts. The convicts that get along with themselves. There's much harmony in prison. More every day. There's much... Uh, Wisdom in the prison, more every day. Getting back to the book, what is this magnetism that people keep referring to? And it's, it's been beyond that. People writing you, wanting to meet you, your people that you had in the desert. Mm -hmm. What is the you, magnetism? Why don't you answer that question? I'm asking that question. Well, can't you see? Well, tell me, what is it? Well, what do you think it is? Do you know? Do you know? Don't play games with me. It's no Seriously. game. I know. That's why. That's why you're asking me questions, and I'm not asking you questions. Okay. You see, I don't need to ask you questions. I already know. Could you tell me? Sure, I can tell you. Do you have the time? I'm here. Who would you like to start? 
Well, what is it? Go ahead and tell me. What is what? Are you secure? Charlie. The government is the United States. The government has never been more secure. Never been more secure than it is right now. Hold it, bud. Seriously, I, I want to know. All right. Okay. What is it that draws people to you? Easy. Motion. Uh, generating. Uh, attention. Reality. Uh, I know. <laughs> when you know, <laughs> you just simply know. Jesus on that cross. You know he's there. Is he there? Is the cross there? I know the cross is there. You don't have to put me on the cross to witness for the cross. I can see the cross. Now what I'm trying to do is get back to earth so I can go out in the desert. I've already cleaned that thought up once. And you put another president in. But you said And every time I clean it up, you put another president in. Uh, right. you, know? you said it's people who are in harmony with you. What do you mean by that? The people that are in harmony with themselves in the will of a child. The child has a will. You tell a child to come here and the child will walk over. You tell him to sit down and he'll sit down. He's just in the will of the child. God and his children are in the will of a child. <laughs> it's just as simple as the Bible said that you must be as little children before you enter the kingdom of heaven. If the Christians had believed in the Bible, then we wouldn't have all this conflict. But evidently, the only ones that are in conflict now are the Christians. Mm -hmm. You know, like they don't seem to believe in their own God for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe they need to see him on the cross again. Or maybe they should uh, uh, pray for him to come out of the sky in a silver uh, uh, platter. Or, you know, I don't know. I'm just here, and you're there. And who is your reality? And where do you get your energy from? And where does your soul flow? And your thoughts? And how do you know you know? Unless you have to come and say, Charlie, how's the Dow Jones? You read the Wall Street Journal? Certainly I read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I'm right at the top of your brain. And I'll read the Wall Street Journal until you let me walk out that door a free man. Or we'll just use Indian head pennies for earrings. What if you did get a parole date in November? What would you do? Then I would give it some serious thought. I don't have room in my mind for could-be's. I have to deal in what is. I can't think about what I want. I have to deal with what I'm allowed to have. What if you got a date? If I got a date, then I would probably have a date. Do you know what you'd want to do? Uh, yes, I have many plans. A lot of plans. I'd like to clean up the water. I'd like to go up in the mountains and start at the top of the mountains and clean the springs up. Take all the pollution out of the water so I could drink it. Clean up all the green things and pick up all the old beer cans and clean all the way to the ocean and then maybe we might be able to save a little air and water for our children. Because I'm living in my child's world now. I'm working on his world. My world already went to the gas chamber. 
What if you don't get a date? If I don't get a date, then I won't have a date. Have you thought about it, then? Uh, I know you want to get a date. I've what if you it, don't? I've gave it some thought, but not that much. I've gave it thought in relation that it's possible that they'll be pushed to make some sort of move to alleviate the pressure that they've created on themselves. Uh, if there's any way that I could help that, I would, then that way I could achieve what I'm after also. All I want is what the Constitution said I could have, the liberty and the right to look for my freedom the way I want. If you gave the Constitution to me like you said you were supposed to, then I wouldn't be here, and I wouldn't have been here in the last 11 years. But if you let your politicians play like they're Christians and use your courtroom to further their own purposes, then all you're doing is big business with your own children's lives. And it really doesn't make sense to me, but I don't have the president's spot to make any change. If I had the control to make the change, I have the power to... set all the way down. Uh, you know, we were talking about this. The book Helter Skelter. Right. You said that there are a lot of things wrong with it. What's wrong with it? Well, the book's all right. Played good paper and all that. All this paper comes from trees. It's a shame to waste all your trees writing this trash for your children to be raised up in. Do you want your children to live according to the gospel of Helter Skelter? Where are the inaccuracies in it? Well, it would take me as long as it took him to point them out. It took him uh, two years in court to invent them, it would take me two years in court to uninvent them and redo them and show their proper perspective of it. Bouillosi. Yeah. Helter Skelter simply means confusion. And if you don't see the confusion in the world, it's always been confusion in the world, uh, then I guess you don't know what confusion means. But like, I get out of jail, and every time I get out of jail, society's moving a little faster, and they're doing crazier things. And uh, I get out and I can never adjust to it outside because it's, uh, it's uh, almost impossible to do anything right. Everything is wrong to somebody. I mean, you, can't, uh, you have to hide and you know, day people and night people and everybody all divided up. And Did they make up the evidence introduced in court? A big percentage of it they, they found and created themselves. They had pushed a fingerprint together till it got to be, they justified it, and then they sent it to another office and let them push it a little bit. Then another office, and they'd push it, and then finally they'd find another point till they finally come up with a fingerprint. Mm. 
then the people that supposedly left the fingerprint has never lied to me, nor I to them, told me I wasn't even there in that particular portion of the crime. I was over in this particular portion of it. In other words, all the little things that they come up with, like the trailer, the, uh, the uh, door from the trailer that's supposed to have had what we wrote on it, is what they wrote on it, and then they burnt the ranch down to cover that up, you know. But in no way are you saying, in no way are you connected with either the Tate or La Bianca killings? No, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying that if it would have come out in the courtroom, I would have explained what happened. All we wanted to do to start with was tell the truth, but the lawyers wouldn't let us because they wanted to sell it. We just wanted to tell the truth, but they didn't want the truth to come out because they couldn't write books with the truth, couldn't make big money, couldn't sell all this madness, all the fear and the vicarious thrill for the, somebody. Charlie, uh -huh. regardless of helter-skelter, uh -huh. do you belong behind bars? There's no behind bars. Do you You're belong in prison? There's no prison. It's only in your mind. Do you belong in an incarcerated position? There's no such thing. There's only you denying my will. Whoever denies my will keeps me locked up here. If everybody agrees to let me go, then I'll walk out. <laughs> then I'll be free. And my chains are in everybody's mind. It's in their will. If you will me to be locked up, then I must stay locked up. If you will me to be free, then I'll be free. It's not... Uh, it's not as complicated to me as it is to you. You look at it through the books and the paperwork. I don't look at it that way. I look at it from the way I look at it. So, uh, I'll ask you the same question. Do you think you deserve to be locked up somewhere? I'm asking the questions in the interview. Can I do it? Well, certainly, certainly, but you have to ask yourself the same time. I realize that. You know, if justice came, where would we all be? We'd all be in some sort of trouble, wouldn't we? That's why we have Jesus. See, he takes up the slack. Let me, let me get back to the book for a minute. What do you think Mel is going to try to bring out on your life? The um, years that we've known each other through the prisons and the um, point of view that he has from the other side about someone that's went through a dilemma that he understands because he's been in many dilemmas of the same nature, maybe not as vast, but uh, then I think that uh, he wants everyone to know that I'm uh, not really the guy that you think I am, but the guy that you made me. How did we make you? Well, you raised me from childhood. How, in what respect are you? Well, when you have a child that nobody wants, he's always sent to boys' school, orphanage reform school, or someplace like that. And then, then they keep him for, till he gets to be an old man. Were you beaten as a child? Uh, that hasn't really got anything to do with anything. All, were you abused as a well, child? Well, we're all abused now and then. Every, that's not really an issue to anything. What is the issue? Not to your question. All right, what is the, the gut issue? 
in the book that he wants to, uh, yeah. to do. Yeah, what is the gut issue? Well, I think he just wants to uh, put what he thinks is wrong right and give another point of view. Uh, And really, what I really think is, I think Mel's done just about everything he wants to do. And he don't have anything else to do. I think he just wants to do it just to be doing it, because it gives him something to do. <laughs> Hold it, bud. What would make sense, it's just another game to play, see? I don't uh, he would give them immunity for burglaries or let them off some deals. If they stole a few cars, he wouldn't prosecute them if they told him something. And they'd lay in their cells just working, trying to think up something, anything they could think of to get up off that, that conviction where they wouldn't have to go to the penitentiary. Told him a lot of things. Most of the people I didn't even know. Linda Kasabian, for example, she'd only been at the ranch a couple weeks. I'd seen her maybe twice. You know, like I never paid that much attention to the people that came and went at that ranch. They just came and went as they chose. Uh, so you're saying he's took a few pieces of truth? And messed it with his ability to uh, play with words and colleges and books and things. And he wanted to impress someone with all the things he's learned. And he wanted some attention and he wanted to be uh, all the things in the movies, you know. So he played his part. And I wasn't allowed to play my part. I was only allowed to sit down and be the figure that was dragged off into the hole all the time. Because uh, he had the money behind him because he said he had the people behind him. But that's another thing that's wrong with your court system. Your court system's not based on the will of the people. It's based on the will of the money. Mm -hmm. So your courts are not really protecting anything but the money. It doesn't have much concern for the people anymore. I've got a curiosity. Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Remember you had an X years ago and you changed it now to a swastika? No, I never changed. It's been the same thing all the way along. Wasn't it always an X? No, no, never was. What's it stand for? It stands for whatever I mean it to stand for and whatever I make it stand for and whatever I want it to stand for. But it didn't, you didn't one time say you were Xing yourself out? No, that was your newspapers that gave you that. What does it stand for for you? It stands for many things. It would take two or three weeks to explain all the things that I've built. Can you give me an example? I mean, certainly I can give you an example of the United States flag of America. The swastika? Uh, the uh, rising sun in the German and the Japanese flag, the Star of David to the Israelis, uh, the uh, whatever country or nation or people or cause has always had a symbol. And that's your symbol? That's mine. I put that there from two or three other symbols. I didn't want to put a Christian symbol, and I didn't want to put an Antichrist symbol, and I didn't want to put a... Uh, pro-communism, and I didn't want to put an anti-thermoflacker-flop-flop-flop-flop-flop-dops and all that kind of stuff that you play. But it is a swastika. That it would be means, Germany, wouldn't it? No, that's, a, that's not a Nazi. Hitler got that sign from mysticism and reversed it. He did the same thing, only he did it backwards. You know, it's the thought still here, just like the thought that he picked up was there when he picked it up. The thought has always been here. 
been here since the pyramids have been here, since David and the giant, since the whole thing, it's always been here. And every once in a while, there's a guy like Gandhi that comes and picks it up. Or there's a guy like Paharasha um, Yogananda, or somebody coming out of some prison, or somebody doing something, and they pick it up for a while, and they carry it for a few steps. And then when they're gone, you say, oh, what a good guy he was. But while he's here, he's always just no good at all, you know.